Go. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Joe Spiegel, and you are? Mike Sutherland. And we are a couple of average Joes, aren't we? I hope so. <laughs> All right. And uh, this week, we will be talking about Tomb Raider, uh, the new and improved 2018 edition. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if there's anything else we'll talk about. Maybe we'll talk about Bushworld Adventures. Yeah. Nice Australian accent. Okay, my douche. I can't really do like it, it, I can't either. Australian for me is like it'll it'll it's like doing other kind of voices where it morphs into something else, and Australian ends up morphing into British. Australian is is very very similar, it, like like a, a Massachusetts accent, uh-huh. you know, with the Oz. Yeah, and then it also if get I try in the to, car, Marty. And, and if I try to do South, if I try to do South African, it. That South African, it morphs into into Australian, you know. I'm like, it morphs into shit. Is what it yeah, does. I just see what I mean. So it's, 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 it's no, it's not South it's African. It's it does not work for me. See, and then all of a sudden that that's Middle Eastern. <laughs> see, yeah. Okay, buddy. Thank you very much. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. All right. So uh, all that and more. Take it away, Johnny. So Joe brought up something interesting. Um, Bushwick, the Bushwick Chronicles. Bush World Adventures. Bush World. Bushwick is. Something completely different. It's from Curds, a Cowardly Dog. That's where my head is. Well, Bush, Bushwick Bill is from the Ghetto Boys. So I don't know who the fuck the Ghetto Boys are if you threw them at my face and My they mind's wiggle. playing tricks on me. Again, I wouldn't know who they are if you threw them at my face and they started to dance on top of my head. You uncultured swine. Yeah, that's what I am. Um, let's talk about that for a minute. Uncultured swines? Bush world. I'm just fucking with you, dude. Relax. You know, I, I play the dumb guy. That's how it works in this world. Dumb guy. I'm waiting for you to start. I thought you were going to start going in. Okay, whatever. Um, so I, I check my news feed, you know, periodically, and I, and I look to see, you know, you know, what's popping up, of course. And uh, sometime last night, uh, all of a sudden, I see this thing about the secret Rick and Morty episode, right? So I, I I read about it and it says that there's this 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 shitty animated ver you know version of their show and they call it Bushworld Adventures and they're speaking an Australian accents and so and everything's just off and it's creepy and it's weird and all that stuff so it's like so I'm searching for it and I, I look under you know on my on demand my on demand didn't freaking record it at all even though I have Rick and Morty set to record all new episodes and so it didn't record it so I, I I looked it up and I I just looked up instead of Rick and Morty I looked up Bushworld Adventures and all of a sudden it was it was in there so. Um, watch that shit, and <laughs> it goes from being hilarious at the beginning to funny but w- inappropriately weird, and then r- just it's like dark weird funny at the same time. Like it's like I think that if I saw anyone else doing this, besides the first part where he's yelling at him, get in the fucking car, Morty. Besides that part, <laughs> any other part of that shit would have probably. Um, so, you know, I would have been, I would have turned the channel, like watching, um, you know, Adult Swim, like at three in the morning with those weird ass animated shows they have. Right. I, I just can't watch them because they're just so like, just unsavory. So, um, I would have probably done the same thing with this thing by then. Okay. But because I, I you know, it's Rick and Morty and it's done by Royland and the and company. I, I was like, okay, so, you know, I'll, I'll stick with it. Cause you know, I, I my perspective is different on it because of, because of who, you know, kind of thing. Right. So. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Like, while I'm watching this weird fucking episode, I'm thinking, okay, this is like they're making a commentary on something. They're, they're you know, they're doing the anime sh- animation shitty for a reason just to, yeah, I don't know, the fuck with people or whatever, make some kind of a statement. Um, but there's a reason why they're doing this. You know, 
one way or another, there's a there's a there's a good there's a fucking cool reason why they're doing this. I don't know what it is yet, but why don't you tell me what you think it is? It's garbage. <laughs> Give me just one second. Hold on a second. It's, it's, it's garbage. It is it's absolute garbage. It's total garbage in my universe. You know why? Why? Have you done any research on anything that's going on with Rick and Morty? Um, about uh, the uh, they haven't been offered, you know, to do season four yet from the um, from the studio. Uh, and then Harmon says something about, uh, you know, should have, I don't remember. I, I read it and it just seemed like just normal delay shit. No. So, well, that, what, you know, you read more than me apparently. So go ahead. Yeah. Well, that's part of the whole job of this podcast okay. is you to can get give me informed. shit off mic on, on that shit. All right. So let's, let's I'm not, I'm not just, it's just, let's get in the meat. Come on. Cause I read about it. I just, I, there's, you know what I mean? A lot of times there's just speculation and shit. So I don't read like, Every article about the same thing because a lot of times people just regurgitate the same shit the other guy said. You have to kind of do that. It's your responsibility, especially when we're doing news and stuff like that. But that's not neither here nor there. Well, see, the, this is the cool thing, and this is almost I don't. This is partially a, 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 an intentional to an unintentional setup where you know more about it, and then I, being pretending to be the listener, also. Where I say, I don't know all about it, and then you get to explain more of it. Cool, which is a complete lie. But anyways, <coughs> the whole thing is bullshit. What I just said? No. The, the adult swim thing. Okay. Um, they're, they're making money hand over fist when it comes to Rick and Morty. Yeah. When it, and, and the repeats of the episodes, the amount of shit that they're selling just from it. Yeah. yeah, merchandise. Merchandise. And now they come out with this Bush World Chronicle stuff, which is just their excuse for why there is no Rick and Morty season four. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you think I'm kidding? I'm not. I, I, no, I, I'm just. So what? I guess Dan Harmon was on Kevin Smith's podcast and they were talking about it. Okay. And this came out like a couple of days ago, okay. maybe a week ago. It, it's, it's fairly recent. Sorry, my, my glasses are bugging me. <clears throat> so. What Dan Harmon said is, nothing's been written for season four. We haven't gotten together. We haven't talked about or done any work on season four. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason for that. Contracts. Yeah. And if you work on anything while you're in a contract negotiation, your value goes down. If you don't work on anything, then you have all the negotiating power. We create this. It's just how contracts work. So it's politics. That's what you're saying. <laughs> no, it's money. Yeah, money politics. So you got to play a certain fucking game. Well, yeah, but it's not. It's okay. Well, I mean, I mean, it is. You, you, you even if you, you want to call it politics, even if you had plenty of fucking ideas, you can't write them down because it makes you look weak, and then you're not going to make. Get no, you can write all the ideas down you want. You just can't work with anybody. Yeah, you can't write. You, it's not that you can't. They just don't. Mm-hmm. Because how Hollywood works is if you have any any sort of work in progress, yeah. you know. Like a writer, but if a writer's strike happens or something, yeah. I, I get it. Mm. You, you just stop. Right, correct. So, as uh, I guess Justin was on the on the podcast, too. Was he sober? I don't know. <laughs> not, my, not my business. Well, because you, you always say, every time you mention it, you always say that, that guy's always, he drinks way too much. He does. He drinks way too much. But I don't care. Um, so Adult Swim during the negotiations comes out with this Bushwell Chronicles garbage. I, I can't stand the, first of all, I can't stand the animation. 
it's awful. I can't stand awful animation. I, I don't, I don't, I never, um, Super Jail mm-hmm. is one of them I don't care for. They have a new one called Ballmasters, which it looks just fucking How is it compared terrible. to Bassmasters? I don't know. I don't, I don't. Ghostbusters Part 2 reference. Great. Thank you. Yeah, Bassmasters. I've seen Bassmasters. Um, it's just animation like that bugs me. Um, for whatever reason, I, I'm I, like bad animation will throw everything out the window for me. I don't care how good the writing is. Um, it almost did it for me for Rick and Morty because of their eyes. Yeah, like their eyes were bugging the shit out of me yeah. because it's it's not a pupil. It's a weird it's a weird bunch of dots put together. Yeah. So like you know what. The animation's good, but the eyes are fucking weird, so I'm just going to let it sit and see if that's a normal thing. So I watch the second episode, I'm like, okay, I understand now what they're doing. You know, and you got to do that. So I'll watch something for a couple of episodes. Yeah. But then I'll, if it's, like like I said, it was Super Jail, I watched like the entire run of that. Mm-hmm. You know, not the entire run, but at least five or six episodes generally when it was on, because it was on like between Venture Brothers and whatnot. Yeah. And then I was just like, I can't stand this because, and, and it's not just crazy, but I mean, it's super violent. Um, not that I care if it's super violent or not, but it's yeah. just not my cup of tea. And the guy that created it, the anima- his, his animation style is not my cup of tea, like I said before. Yeah. So when we get to watch Bush World, that's the first thing I noticed was, wow, this looks just like fucking Super Jail uh-huh. and Ballmasters, you know, that's, that's coming out and everything else. So, like, yeah. <laughs> it looks like they're trying to push that with this animation style, and do then you, do you do you think that they're just going to completely change to that format? Or no, because I, I I'm I'm seeing it just as this one off joke thing. Did I say it was going to change to this oh, format? You, I don't know. You just I, okay? No. All right, go. Ahead. No, they they were using it to push Ballmasters this animation style. Okay, which Dalt Swim when when it comes to their animation stuff, they're they're, it's always to the far left or to the far right. It's either really, really fucking good yeah. or fucking awful, yeah. in my opinion. And that's that's kind of where I drew the line with this. So I I saw I saw a brief episode, and it was like the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I rewound the whole thing because um, I had the DVR. And I watched the very uh, very beginning of it where you have – Rick in a car, and all he's doing is yelling at Morty. Get in the car, Morty. Get in the car, Morty. Get in the car, Morty. Yeah. And then um, Beth and Summer come out, <laughs> and they're just yelling, and their heads are all huge and whatever else. Yeah. And, and it reminds me of Spike and Mike's Twist uh, Festival of Animation, yeah. Sick and Twisted Festival of Animation. I'm like, this is fucking amateur hour. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm done with this shit. I'm completely done with this shit. I, that, I, it's not funny. You're blowing my mind. It's I, not. It, it's not funny. You know what's good? Did you watch this couch gag on The Simpsons a couple weeks ago? No, I don't watch Simpsons. I haven't watched them in a long time. Okay. Bill Plimpton came back and did another couch gag for The Simpsons, uh-huh. and it was Homer singing. I don't know if it's up yet. Yeah. Bill Plimpton does his own animation. Um, um, so it was Dan Castan and and... He was singing over, he was doing the Homer voice singing, and it was fucking incredible. Maybe it was this one. It was kind of like Your Face. Like, if you watch uh, Bill Plimpton's Your Face. They used to play on MTV. Yeah. 
and I always forget about I forgot about those fucking the weird sh- animation sh- animation shorts. And like I said, Bill Plimpton and like his art is is like his animation. God, I can skip the ad in five seconds or skip in ten seconds. What? Why don't you meet him in the middle? Christ. You can probably hear it in the background. I'm not going to play it through the, the system. But it's it's the same thing. It's it's the same thing. But it's more updated version of it with Homer. Okay. And it's singing, and and you see the lips and everything moving. And, yeah. But it's more complicated, and it twists... And and all this other stuff, and and then the water pours down and yeah. rebuilds the face and everything else. So while this is playing, yeah, see it rotates, mm. <laughs> and it does see, and it does that, but it's just more complex. Yeah, Bill Plimpton does all his own work. This is amazing. I find this stuff incredibly awesome. Okay, mm-hmm. what I don't find awesome is Adult Swim in the middle of negotiating with with. Harmon and Royland puts up Bush World Chronicles, basically uh, an in-your-face fuck you to them about the negotiation that's going on. That says, you know, you you're we can have anybody do this. Is that that's what, what this is? Is that what it is? I I don't know because I'm not. I, I didn't look at it that way at all. Really? How can you not? How? Wait, wait, wait a minute. You need to start embracing the fact that not everyone thinks the same way you think. It has nothing to do with that. It is that way. No, I don't see it that way at all. How can anyone not look at that and say, this is an in-your-face fuck you to Harmon and Royland? Because for one thing, I thought that it was made by Royland and Harmon as just some fuck-around thing. Did it have their names on it? Well, I thought that was also them fucking around, too, at the end of the credits, during the end credits. I thought, uh, dude, I'm serious. No. So I thought it was just them fucking around and doing all that stuff on purpose for some weird reason. Okay, but if you're look, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm saying they've been it, in, they've been in negotiations it, with with but, Adult Swim with it, Turner Broadcasting for a year. Okay, but if you're saying that 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 it was all Adult Swim that did, that made this without Royland and Harmon, then then I agree. I just then, said that. Okay, okay, damn, dude, what the fuck up, man? Well, I mean, you're you're questioning all the stuff that I had just said. Do you want me to is, understand so we can have a better conversation w- or not? Which is. This is a big fuck you to see, them. See, I don't want to seem ignorant about everything. That's why I ask fucking questions, man. That's how it works. I understand that. But I just said that this is not them. This is not Royland and, and Harmon. Okay, so... Never lo- was. Lose your surprise that I didn't know that. I'm not surprised. I'm questioning the fact that you didn't look into it and find out more about it. I read about it, but I didn't know <laughs> that. Because even when I read the article about it, it didn't, it, it didn't say anything about... Uh, Adult Swim making this and not, and, and Harmon and Royland had nothing to do with it. Harmon and Royland have nothing to do with anything that's going on and have nothing had, had nothing to do with anything that's going on in the last year. Once season three was done, they were done. Yeah, I, I get it. It so hasn't even, been renewed. Even, even the Szechuan thing, they had nothing to do with the Szechuan thing. I get it. What? <laughs> you know the whole... Never mind. God damn it. I, whatever. Just... They had everything to do with the, Shez, the Szechuan thing when McDonald's brought it back. But this whole Szechuan thing started happening when they already done with season three. No, the whole Szechuan thing started right around when season three started. In fact, that was the whole premise for the the opening part of season three. Yeah, but it was just a little thing. And then I'm talking about the major resurgence where every McDonald's started having it for a little bit. That has everything to do with Harmon and Royland talking about Szechuan and bringing it back. Okay, fine. Fine. McDonald's was just slow on the fucking uptake. (laughs) Fine. Okay. 
I didn't look. You seem to know all the fucking intricacies of of how a, a studio and a, a network works. I don't. Okay, so it's not really that you, difficult. You saying that anything that comes out. Like, I didn't know this, okay? I th- for all I knew, this could have been something that could have been in the vault for a long time, and they just fucked around with it. I don't know. Okay. If it doesn't say Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland on it, mm-hmm. it's not theirs. Okay. Have you ever seen where someone else does, like, kind of weird parody of their own thing or something like that in animation-wise? They can't. And then the end They wouldn't do that. Have, like, different names and shit that's on not, That's not how Dan Harmon works, and he wouldn't stamp his name to something that's called Bush World Chronicles. Fine, dude. God damn. Okay, so I'm supposed to know exactly how Dan Harmon's going to react? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's all about doing a little bit of research. And the research tells you that they haven't been in contact with Turner in a year okay. or more. What part of the article I read didn't indicate any of that problem? <laughs> okay? Just, I know there's a whole negotiation thing, but not, not you know, they're, they, they're not even talking to each other. So it's, just, it's just bullshit red tape or whatever. That's awful. Look at that shit. It's, just, it's like a two-year-old drew it. <coughs> so, how about this? What if what if Adult Swim made that on purpose as a fuck you to to Roiland and Harmon because they keep fucking around and not and I don't know because you, you said it yourself that Roiland's got a, a problem. So maybe that that's one of the things that keep, that's getting away with the negotiation process. I just said that. Okay, but you you sound like but you're not for their fuck you. Their fuck you to you is a major, major insult. Like It to, is. To it's every- a complete insult to every fan that's out there for Rick and Morty. It's not funny. It's not interesting. It's not witty. It's not even half as good as any of the Rick and Morty. Like, Justin, Dan Harmon can, can shit out an episode of Rick and Morty yeah. that's ten times better than that. Yeah, I, I, look, I, I can agree with that. Uh, what, I'm trying, what I'm saying is, if the people that are at fault right now are Harmon and or Royland, and it's not Adult Swim's fault, and they make a video because they're tired of these guys fucking around and not getting down to the nitty gritty with all this shit, and you know, and so that fucking seasons keep coming out a year and a half, two years apart, and shit like that. You know what I mean? When the show's so highly rated, so what if they they just did that on purpose, and, and you you look at it as like a simple, eh, hey, okay, now the ball's back in your court, Harmon. What are you gonna do about that? You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm I could see it as a playful thing. I can see it as a fuck you. I can see I can see it many many different ways, man. <laughs> Look, I when I saw the episode, I just thought that it was I th- I thought it was Harmon and, and Royland and whoever else fucking around just having a you know a goofy time. Like let's just do a purposely shitty, you know, episode, right? Like there's a part where they're walking away in the bush and their characters purpose they walk like, you know, besides animations out crappy, you know, <laughs> that kind of animation walking. So I thought it was just fucking around. That that's it. I damn. All right. So yeah. I, look, I know we're not. We don't work for the company, so we we don't know. You know exactly what's going on. All you all you know is what's people what what these guys post on on Twitter or what else. I don't know this is exactly what he said on Spodcast. The reason we're not working on Rick and Morty right now ain't because I figured out that I don't need to impress you. It's because of a little something called contract negotiations, and it's gotten complicated this time around. The show has achieved an insane amount of success and popularity since it first dropped in 2013. Then there's the fact that McDonald's brought back a, you know, um, the Szechuan sauce. I wish they would just say that. Brought back a little known condiment from the 90s. I don't think the word Szechuan is uh, copyrighted, is it? No. 
Is that a province? There's actually, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it, what's insane about this is when you think about it, it's and it's a true testament to how popular the series is, um, Harmon and Royland probably want a bit more money for their work on the show. Well, that's stupid to say anyways. That was from Sci-Fi Wire. But it's just it, it just goes goes back and forth. It's in Turner's hands, and they know that it's a cash cow. Mm. So they're going to have to figure something out. And th- like I said, this is this is a fucking a slap in the face to them. It's I, fucking stupid. It's a, it's it's the worst. It's the worst thing that they could have done. The worst. <laughs> I just damn. Okay, I that that would be like you creating something monumentally awesome. Yeah. Okay. Whatever it is, Star Wars. Not even that. Let's just it's <laughs> it's Joe's awesome spectacular show. Okay. Oh, spectacular. And I come in yeah. because you're you're out. Yeah. I come in and I'm and I'm the I'm the company that has hired you to to make this Joe's awesome spectacular show. Yeah. But you're you're holding out for more money because it's become wildly popular. And I replace you with some fucking scab. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying undercutters, undercutter animators came in. And writers. I didn't say that. All right. What I said was that they put a fucking piece of shit show on, <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. Okay. Because Bush World Chronicles isn't funny. It isn't funny. And then I'm going to repeat this. It isn't interesting. It has no fucking value. Mm. And the content is shit. Mm. <laughs> I, I just still, man, I, I you know... <laughs> That part where, where he keeps yelling at him from the car to get in the car, I, I was laughing my ass off. See, I didn't find that funny. No? It's not funny. The shit was done 30 years ago. I, it was funny 30 years ago when you went to Spike and Mike's Festival of Animation. It was funny 20 years ago when you saw Beavis and Butthead do it. Uh, okay. And it's just a continual... You surprised me, man. It's just I, a I, continual shit repeat you, of nothing you, interesting. Damn, you surprised me, man. I, you, you are not... Every time I think you're fucking predictable, man, you, damn, I... Hmm. That's exactly what it is. It's it's a continual repeat of unfunny, stupid jokes that have done that have that have that were funny when we were growing up in, in like on MTV, uh-huh. you know, uh, Liquid Television. Liquid Television, yeah, right, and all that other stuff when they showed the Spike and Mike stuff on Liquid Television. Mm-hmm. You know, that stuff was great because it was cutting edge. It's not cutting edge anymore. That's that's a fallback. That that's that's the that's the oh well, it works all the time here. Let's do it here, or it works like this, and we can do this. Well, it didn't work that long for Super Jail, mm-hmm. and they did it all the time in Super Jail. It's not going to work that much in in that new Ballmasters show because they're doing oh, it in look, that. Look, look, look! If 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 Adult Swim would purposely try to completely replace Rick and Morty with this shit. Like actually make it into a series and not re-sign with with Roland and Harmon, then holy shit, dude! Yeah, I I, I totally see what you're saying. <laughs> I I just didn't I just didn't see it that way. <laughs> that, that that's what I'm trying to get at. So this is Ballmasters. It's got Aqua Teen style to it. Yeah. It's it's got um, Dana from uh, Aqua Teen in it too. But see, the animation is just—it's rough sketch. It looks like rough sketching that's that's put into animation form. It 
just uh, it'd be actually work in better context if I could see it um, in an actual scene instead of just quick cuts of. Did I just hear uh, Borgnine? Yeah, it looks like 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 sketches, loose sketches that they they formed in animations. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's exactly what you get with fucking Super Jail. They even got a guy with a gap tooth in it. I just, oh, and Mr. Pickles. Oh, yeah, I don't even want to, yeah. All, all these, you know, Mr. Pickles reminds me of um, an animated version of uh, one of the artists from Mad Magazine. So I what if they're, they're doing it on purpose, this shitty animation to save a bunch of money, right? And then they make it look like that it's just this cool style, but they're really just doing it to save money. So you don't have to spend a bunch of money on animation like that you would do with Adventure Time or whatever. Well, that's what it feels like. Yeah, okay. All right, yeah, I, you know, I'm not, I'm totally, I'm not saying you're wrong, man. I just did not see it in any way like that. That's, that's fucking, that's why I'm laughing. I, yeah, I just, because I, 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 like, I purposely, if you if, try to look at it from the way I saw it, the way I saw it was them just fucking around and just let's make a shitty animated Rick and Morty and just do something fucking weird and just stupid, right? That's, that's what I, the way I saw it. Yeah, I, I just, if you're going to do something, Put fucking effort into it. Oh, here's the other one that I, um, uh, the jellies. Oh, Ugh. cheap shit. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's not funny. Like, like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Uh, it was that Whoa. was it was fucking great because <laughs> hey, <you> guys. Yeah, <laughs> um, Mike Tyson's Mysteries, mm-hmm. but the John Chris Felucci, the the cheap the cheap version of John Chris Felucci. Is overplayed. Okay. You know, we have Ren just yelling at Stimpy, you know, and that's, that's, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw, when I saw the Rick and Morty thing, the, the Bush, the Bush World Chronicles, the, the whole thing is just cheap ripoffs of, of these great animators mm-hmm. that have put their heart and soul, blood, sweat and tears into this stuff. And these guys just come along, and they, they don't use it properly. They don't. It's 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 so overplayed and so dumb mm. that you know it, these these other these other animators that that come up with fucking great gags. You, one of the best gags I've seen in a long, long time was when Quagmire was doing a song and dance routine, and he they, they, they he used the word "cunt" in it continuously, right? Yeah. And they got away with that. That is a great fucking gag. Yeah. And you guys may not like Family Guy, but they've come up with some wonderful gags. There are some clever cunts over there. Yeah. And then they have, there are other ones that have come up with even more clever gags. Because they're building off of all the stuff that has come before them. Yeah. You know, the Chuck Jones, the Tex Avery's, the Bob Clampett's, all those guys, you know, Frizz Freeling. (laughs) And those guys have pretty much done it all. But when you come across that one gag that has been used very little or is so fucking smart hmm. that you, you double take and you go, wow, that was, that was fucking clever. Yeah. You know, because it was unexpected. 
That's the cool shit. Yeah. But when you're just force feeding this stuff into people, Bush World. Yeah. And others like Bush World. When you're just force feeding people this garbage because you want someone to watch your show and basically you're just aiming it at nine to 12 year olds, mm. you're losing your audience. And you're losing your audience because people have, are going to stop watching because you're fucking around with, with, with them. You're fucking with people. And it wouldn't surprise me if, if this can, negotiation continues on for another six months. And then it ends up going to another network. Yeah, and, and Harmon and Roy then take this fucking, this, this fucking beast to FX. Do they own, I mean, they, they own <laughs> it all, outright? I don't know if they own it outright, but they can take it somewhere. Because if they have the majority, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, if, I don't know the whole, the breakdown of the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know if Adult Swim bought it and they own it for however long, but it wouldn't surprise me if, because Harmon, Harmon went to Royland and said, I want you to create something. And Royland created The Adventures of Doc and Marty. And then, and, and, and well, I'm sorry, he wanted you to create something, but it didn't work out. And then he went back to him and said, what else you got? And he went, well, we got The Adventures of Dark and Morty. And he said, okay, we can work with that. And, and they were going to do um, the dog world thing, but <laughs> that didn't work out too well yet. Who knows? But Harmon went to Royland and asked what he had so that they could pitch it to a network. Yeah. And pitching it to a network, the network said, ah, no, 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 no. And then Adult Swim said, yeah, we'll do it. And then, you know, they'll do it on the cheap and easy. And then all of a sudden it hits, right? Yeah. And and Adult Swim doesn't know, Turner Network doesn't know what to do with it, broadcast, Turner Broadcasting, doesn't know what to do with it. So they figure that they can just pay them as cheaply as possible to continue doing this for 100 or 200 or 300 or 400 episodes or however long it's going to take before they catch on. <coughs> And Harmon and Royland are smarter than that mm-hmm. and said, pay us the fucking money or we take our goddamn ball and go home. Yeah. And they're not playing that game. And they're going to start losing their audience. No matter how many times you rerun episodes one, two, you know, seasons one, two, and three. Oh, it's going to get old. It's, you know, at some point people are going to stop watching it. Yeah. And just like what happened with Venture Brothers. You have a hit on your show. You have a hit, you have a hit show on your network. And boom. People are going to stop watching it because you fucked with it too long. Yeah. It's that, it's that simple. And I'm getting to the point with, with the whole Cartoon Network thing that the people that run that entire channel are just a bunch of idiots. Yeah. You know, how many times do we need to watch Teen Titans go? How many times <laughs> do we need to see Apple and Onion? Like, literally, Apple and Onion premiered on the network, and they had one episode. And they ran that episode every single day, 12 times a day. It seemed like. Damn. At least once every other hour. Once every other hour. Just pushing it on you. Pushing God it on God damn. You. And it's and it's not even good. Yeah. Well, no, it's good to them because then they can make money off of it and they can just keep pumping out shit. No, it's not. It's not even good. They think it's good. Nobody watches it. <laughs> and yet the idiots are still there. You know, they've got three shows. The Amazing World of Gumball. Teen Titans Go... And Adventure Time? No, Adventure Time hasn't been on in years. Well, this, uh, the final season's coming out this year. No, they did the didn't they? They finished the final season. It hasn't come out yet. I didn't. I don't know. Craig of the Creek is their new one. Ben Ten. They have a new version of Ben Ten. Ugh. Never watched a single episode of that shit. The old Ben Ten was really good. They have 
They have Steven Universe. Steven Gainiverse. Which is actually not bad. Uh, no more of that. We Bear Bears. They've renewed Clarence, which I don't understand why. They killed Chowder. They killed Dexters. They killed Courage. Uh, killed the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. And killed fucking Uncle Grandpa. Yeah. Um, Good morning. Cow and Chicken. Good morning. Camp Laszlo. Mighty Magiswords they had. I don't even know why. That's still on. High, high, puffy Amayumi. That was... Uh, they killed off the Batman Brave and the Bold. Um, I'm just trying to see what else they had. So right now they've got l- roughly three shows, which is The Amazing Ed- World of Gumball, Ben 10, and Teen Titans Go, with Apple and Onion um, kind of thrown in there, and We Bear Bears once in a while. That's it. And they just run those shows consistently into the... And they, they run these shows into the ground. Because yeah. all it is is just fucking repeats. It's literally 12 hours of Teen Titans Go. Literally. Yeah, that's why I told my kids I didn't want it on the TV anymore. Because they kept fucking watching it over and over and over. I got so sick of hearing the same voices over and over again. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. I don't hear shit no more. I mean, you, and, and then if you watch, like, Boomerang, holy crap. It's still nothing. It It's run by... It's run by a lady named Krista Miller, or Christine Miller. Christine Miller, I think. And she's, she's, she's the worst. I can, I can come into Cartoon Network and fucking redo that entire network and kill it just by adding five shows and then fixing Boomerang. Mm-hmm. Done. Billions. Yeah. Boom. But they, they won't hire anybody that has they, – they want to hire people that, you know, are into the anti-bullying thing and the politically correct bullshit and this and that and the other thing instead of just fucking hiring people to do the job and produce a network that can actually make money. No. But they won't do it. So fuck you. <laughs> All right. So you got anything else to add about Bush World Adventures? No, they can suck it. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So – uh Yes, let's talk about Tomb Raider, shall we? Yes, let's do that now. <laughs> All right. Um, where's the synopsis for it? Oh, now i got to come up with this. Well, you, we, we, you have this formula we were going to start doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to hint at it. That's why I was, like, stalling and shit. <laughs> wink, wink, Mike. Wink, wink. Feast of Philly. Oh, is that all? Okay. So, Laura Croft is the fiercely independent daughter of an eccentric adventurer who had vanished years earlier. Hoping to solve the mystery of her father's disappearance, Croft embarks on a perilous journey to the to last known location. To his last known location. A fabled tomb on a mythical island that might be somewhere off the coast of Japan. The stakes couldn't be higher as Laura must rely on her sharp mind, blind faith, and stubborn spirit to venture into the unknown I give you Tomb Raider. God damn it. You can pick up where he left off. I see so much of him in you. Why won't see that bugs me? I found something. A tomb called the Mother of Death. Of course. The world is in danger. Promise oh, me look at that. you will stop them. 
I promise. I think I know where my dad went. That's right in the middle of the Devil's Sea. It will be an adventure. I have to restart this whole fucking thing. I give you Tomb Raider. All right, here we go. <laughs> What's your name? Laura. Surname? Croft. father's gone. You can pick up where he left off. I see so much of him in you. Brilliant. Hello, Sprout. If you're listening to this, then I must be dead. I found something. A tomb called the Mother of Death. If Trinity succeeds, our world is in danger. Promise me will stop them. I promise. I think I know where my dad went. That's right in the middle of the Devil's Sea. It will be an adventure. Death is not an adventure. shouldn't have come here but I'm glad that you did what do you know about my father now I see the likeness the recklessness close the tomb once and for all the fate of humanity is now in your hands Can't be too careful these days. The world has gone bloody mad. I'll take two. I, I find it, I find it hilarious that uh, no one mentions this trend that happens in Hollywood a lot, where an actress wins Best Actress or Best Supporting Actress, and then immediately afterwards, her big break role, her the one where she makes the big paycheck on because of that Oscar, mm-hmm. is either a superhero or a fucking video game heroine. It happened with, with Halle Berry becoming Catwoman after she won for Monsters Ball. It happened with Angelina Jolie after she won the Oscar for Girl Interrupt, Interrupted when she did Tomb Raider, right? Uh, it's going on with Alicia Vikander. She just won an Oscar for The Danish Girl, and now she's she's Lara Croft. And then uh, there's one more. There's, there's at least another one that, that I know about, too. Someone else that... Uh, oh, uh, Shalise Theron. <laughs> there we go. She wins for Monster, and then she does... Uh, come on, MTV. Look yeah, at I know. Um, I was just thinking about this the Eon, other day too. Eon Flux. Eon Flux. Yeah, she did Eon Flux, which is you know that's an animation. Yeah, I guess you. I guess it's not a video game character, or you know, but it's it, animated though. It's like comic booky though. So there you go. You know, you see what I'm saying though. Yeah. So something from something that wasn't normally um, on a certain medium, you know. So th- now this is her turn. Her turn for this is now she's. Uh, I, I hope that her career for her sake. Doesn't go the Halle Berry route, you know what I mean? Because the Halle Berry route was pretty much she hasn't done shit ever since Monsters Ball that I can think of. Can you think of anything? She showed she showed her tits in um, in uh, Swordfish afterwards. She's been in a couple of things, but 
Nothing. That's what I mean. There's nothing. I, it's just it, all weak roles where, like, she's a, a police dispatcher and someone gets kidnapped on the phone or, or, uh, or, or uh, and then they re- tried to re release that movie or they, they yeah. delayed it and then showed the trailers again and they were like, what, did we just see this fucking movie? No, it was just a different movie. Then the next one was called Kidnap or some shit. And there was another one where she's being abused by her boyfriend or some dude. And then she's no, like, they literally delayed that one movie, uh, the 911 dispatcher it, movie. You, yeah, maybe you're right. It's been so long, but. I, it just she dude. I it sucks because I see I've seen Halle Berry and when you put her in certain movies she can act perfectly fine, you know. So, but I don't know. She she went. In my opinion, her looks kept her from going completely in the Cuba Gooding Jr. direction after winning an Oscar. That's I think that's the only thing that saved her. Maybe so far. Anyway, um, dude, this is one of those movies that it's just. Doesn't matter how much production values put into it, how much efforts put into emulating things from the video game from its original source material or whatever. It doesn't matter when when it's all said and done. It feels still feels completely unnecessary. And this movie, my bottom line with Tomb Raider, is that it just feels completely unnecessary. It it just didn't. It it's well. It's put together decently, very well, but it still it has nothing. It has no memorable effect on me at all. Okay. So why? Um, oh man, I just let's see. For one, uh, fifteen years ago, or shit, seventeen years ago, um, which is still fresh in my mind, even though I know that's a fucking a lifetime for some people. But for me, seventeen years ago wasn't that long ago when I saw the the, the other two, you know, Laura Croft Tomb Raider with Joe with Angelina and Jolie. So that was that point. It's just like you know when you go from. Sam Raimi Spider Man to you know to to Mark Webb Spider Man Amazing Spider Man's right right it's just too soon and so it feels completely unnecessary in that regard uh, the development of her character um, I mean it, there was it was kind of cool it, but it didn't feel like you were going really over any new ground they established characters and then they completely dismissed them right after they established them like they had that guy that she worked with when she was running um, pizza or whatever right as a courier and. Yeah. And then nothing, it went nowhere. They made it look like he was going to be an important character in the movie, and they never showed him again. He was gone, you know? Or, um, oh, God, what, or her friend, her friend that she worked out with. They never showed her friend ever again. Never again. I don't even think, yeah, nothing. So there's that. There's characters that just come and go that have no importance, even though you think they have an importance. Uh, What else? There's just when they, you know, everything. Oh, fuck, I forgot about this. The movie goes in a, and, and goes in the most scripted, predictable direction. There's no surprises. You feel like you're. It, this movie to me reminds me of like certain ga- video, like a lot of video games, like say even Uncharted, which is an amazing game to me in my in my opinion still. But the problem with it is that even though they try to make it look like it's an open world, it's not. You still have to go in. No matter what path you take, you're still going to end up in the same fucking direction. Eventually, you're going to get to the same destination. Yeah, you were talking about that when the movie came out. Yeah, and that's what this movie is to me. It's it, it it just goes in that same scripted direction. It just there's nothing special about anything that happens. It feels like everything that happens was supposed to happen, and that's it. Nothing special, you know. You got you got Walton Goggins that's wasted in my opinion. I, I don't, you know, Walton Goggins is an excellent actor. I still think he's terribly underrated, and this movie though doesn't help his cause. I I don't think he was wasted, underused, definitely underused. Yeah, yeah. Um, underwritten. <laughs> yeah. This again, the problem with Hollywood is 
they all want to do the franchise thing now. Yeah. And they want the next Star Wars or the next fucking Indiana Jones yeah. or the next Marvel thing. And they're grasping at straws mm-hmm. and then throwing, as, as my metaphor is, throwing shit at a wall and hoping, hoping something st- will stick. So isn't it funny that they make a movie about a risk taker, Laura Croft, but they're not willing to take any risks when it comes to making movies? Right. Irony. <laughs> is that an oxymoron or some kind of thing? Yeah. And... And the movies that they do take risks with that are really good, um, The Shape of Water, Ex Machina, Get Out, things like that. Um, these movies, are you done? Dude, it's a fucking gnat, man. You don't want gnats in your, your house. Just a gnat. It's a bug. <sighs> but when when you have, oh, that's interesting. When When you have a video game that, has such I know what you're gonna say what it has such a uh history uh, um yeah you know a, a following yeah. it's 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 re- instantly recognizable yeah and like Mike Tyson and when 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 you have people that are trying to adapt the video game to the to the big screen yeah they fail Nine times out of ten. Oh yeah, they lo- something's lost, and they they lost something in the translation. And they don't even lose anything in the translation. They don't even translate. <laughs> it's it's there's you can't. How can you lose anything in translation when you don't even do it properly? Here's a funny thing: is that if you go back twenty years to like Super Mario Brothers, right? Twenty five years. That movie was bad, but it was also like poorly put together at the same time. Like everything about it was poor. Poor. Everything. Mm-hmm. But when you go to a movie like this, this movie still is not a good movie, but yet it's well put together. I mean, it's still, like, it looks p- more professionally done, like more effort was put into it, but it yeah, still it, fails. It, That's look, the weird part. This movie didn't suck. Yeah. You know, don't get us wrong. But th- this movie is is atypical. You're, you're not... <sighs> no risk, man. No taking no chances with it. How many times have you seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? And I know we're bringing up Spielberg and Lucas, but how well, many there's times? There's a reason why they're fucking at the top, man. That's why they're the king. But how many times have you seen it? Um, I have probably seen it at least, at least fifty times. At least, at least. Me too. Terminator. Oh, Terminator over a hundred. Terminator two. At least seventy. Jurassic Park. Uh, over two hundred. Um, now name me another movie. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, you're talking about name movies that I've seen a lot. No, just name me name me another one that comes to mind right away. Lord of the Rings. Okay. Uh, God, Nolan's Batman. Okay. Uh, Dark Knight. Um, I've only seen each of those a handful of times, <laughs> but they're still memorable. Yeah. I'm I'm saying, name me a memorable movie. Yeah. In this genre, name me a memorable movie in the Tomb Raider genre, and Jurassic Park does fit in this genre. Does it? Action adventure. Oh, okay, I was thinking more. You know. But you're right. Okay. I was thinking more like Indiana Jones style. The same thing. But name me one. In the history of movies, name one other than the Raiders of the Law, the, the Indiana Jones trilogy and Jurassic Park. Alan Quartermain. <laughs> I can't keep a straight face with that. Um, I know there's something. I just can't think of what it is. Treasure of the Sierra Madre. Okay. Who was in that? That was a. Was that a. That was Humphrey a, Bogart. Okay. That was, why I was going to say Sergio Leone did that. All right. Yeah, Humphrey Bogart. 
Could you consider King Kong? Because, um, I mean, half of it is... Not the- Peter Jackson's. <laughs> and not the one from 1979. But they do run from a bunch of CG brontosaurus. Who cares? <laughs> the original one, yes. Yeah. Tore Kong. Mm. I, you know what? I, I know you the, can't. Like if there's, I mean, I know there's something like in the last else. thirty years, just name one. I can't off the top of my head right now. I can't think of one. I think that Raiders of the Lost Ark set the bar so goddamn high that everything else pales in comparison. It's like almost like watching Star Wars and then watching Turkish Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. Now, name one memorable moment from this movie that wasn't in the trailer. Uh, the. That kind of the people getting affected by the disease, but uh, we've already seen that in other shit. So actually, um, the bike riding stuff was pretty funny. I like I like I like the pit of fucking bodies. That was kind of interesting. I, I don't even damn, do I remember the pit of bodies. The pit of bodies. <laughs> you got to think about bones, man. Because when we talked about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you also mentioned bones. You yeah, um, the the pit where they had all the dead people yeah. pushed in because they were all rotted. They had to cross over the pit. Yeah. To get to the body. I'm, dude, I'm totally... I, they literally had to cross <laughs> over the pit yeah. to get to the body of the mummy before they opened up the sarcophagus. Damn, dude. I, you can't... You, I know you're telling me through, that you can't remember that entire sequence. I remember they had to go through a bunch of shit, just like Last Crusade kind of thing, but it was... Um, it's still That's it, the first thing that I thought of when I saw that, too. Yeah. You know, um, the penitent man. The, yeah. It was the penitent man, <laughs> uh, the cup of Christ, yeah. and... Um, uh, the the words of Jesus, you know, oh, yeah, Yahweh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? You got to step on the right spot. Yeah. yeah, except for you know, Jehovah begins with an I. Why? Uh, I'm sorry. I, Jehovah begins with an I. <laughs> begins with an I. So all that exact sequence, um, from Tomb Raider is stolen from the Last Crusade. Anyways, um, yeah, the 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 pit of bodies, and then um. I actually like the puzzle thing where she was twisting the puzzle. Yeah. That was interesting. But now, name me one, one, hmm. one sequence. You don't even have to name a sequence. Name one thing from Indiana Jones. Come, come. <laughs> the fight between the German and Indy. I'm your goddamn partner. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, the, the gun versus the whip. I mean, I'm sorry. The gun versus the sitar. Is it called a scimitar? Scimitar. 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 Oh, God, I almost fucked that up. The whole entire bar fight. Yeah. Well, that's why I said I'm your goddamn partner. So actually, I should have just said whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot them. Shoot, Shoot them both. <laughs> it wasn't, and they both looked. It was like, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> God, you're fucking heartless German bastard. Yeah. I mean, sorry. My bad. Heartless Nazi bastard. <laughs> the beginning of the movie. Hovitos. Yes. Three days. <laughs> <laughs> if only you spoke... <laughs> oh my God! If only you spoke Hovito. Hovi- it is Hovito. Okay, I was gonna say Hovito. Ah, uh, Doctor Jones. I always, I always find it was funny. Once yours is now mine. Oh, I see. We meet again. Oh God! Yeah, I, just the, the part where he's stuck down in the damn pit of asps, and it is all. Yes, we are all very comfortable uh, up here. Yeah. And yeah. A, I mean, they call him Belosh and bad dates. I mean, the, the fucking movies just the whole movies references. Indy, why is the floor moving? Yeah. Ooh, snakes. Asps. Mr. Katenga. Very dangerous. <laughs> you go first. Yeah. 
Every everything about that movie is just I. And even even you know, like in the pit when Indy's in the pit yeah. with, of the, you know he's and he's getting the um, arc out. Yeah. You know everything that already you know that there's an R two D two on the wall. You know that the snakes, the the deadly snakes, are behind glass, yeah. or at least behind plastic. Yeah. So they can't bite the actors, and that ninety nine percent of the snakes are rubber. Uh-huh. And you know when they lift up the arc. That is just two pieces of plywood with a weird misshapen um, um, piece of wood well, between them. That's movie magic, man. Yeah, you know, and it's and yeah. it's and it's tilted so that when <laughs> they pull it, you yeah. can see everything, and it's and it's right on camera. You know all the behind the scenes stuff, and yet, like the boulder, the whole boulder scene, like when he's running, yeah. and he slips and falls. That was an accident. Yeah. And he wasn't supposed to do that. It's just like you go to Jaws when 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 uh, Shaw's being fucking eaten by the shark. Yeah, you know it's a fake fucking shark. But, yeah, but yet the drama is still it's there. Fucking terrifying when he's his Robert Shaw was so good at selling that when he was he knew he was going to die. Yeah, fucking his his screams, dude. I mean that's that's the most memorable scene from that entire film to me is when he's being eaten by Jaws. Yeah, that's fucking terrifying. Poison's still fresh. Three days. That's what I <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Ovitos. Yeah. If they knew we were here, we'd be dead already. Yeah. Jacques, start the plane. Yep. <laughs> As he's trying to pull the fish up. Oh, that's my pet snake, <laughs> Reggie. <laughs> yeah. Everything. I hate to, snakes, Jacques. From start to from start to finish, top men, fucking everything. Yeah. Lower the back to God. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The, the, we can sit here and talk about Raiders of the Lost Ark all day long. Mm-hmm. And and still find very little fault with it. Yeah. And and Last Crusade. And you know, and I was gonna I was gonna bring up another. You know, name name one thing from the Last Crusade. Last. Oh my God. Oh, um, Venice. <laughs> no, well, yeah. I was gonna say. Um, um, would you permit me, Furline? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was giddy as a schoolboy. Uh, oh God. Tapestries. <laughs> This is a castle, and we, we have many tapestries. tapestries. But if you are Scottish Lord, then I am Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I've gone dare, and caught a sniffle. How dare he? <laughs> oh, God, man. Um, like, I, I like the way they, kiss, they say goodbye in Austrian better. Yeah. So did I. <laughs> um, uh, um, Dad, um, what? Dad, what? <laughs> Back and forth. Yeah. I should have. I should have sold it. I should have sent it to the Marx Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I should have mailed it to the Marx yeah, Brothers. I should have mailed it to the Marx Brothers. And then uh, <laughs> the whole German sequence where Hitler signs his autographs his freaking book. Yeah. And, um, oh, God damn. No, you I, can fly a plane. Fly, yes. Land, no. Yeah. That was a pretty good landing. Where the, where the Germans <laughs> stuck in the luggage and he's just yelling at the Zephyr as it's flying away. <laughs> <laughs> All of it, yeah. I mean, no whole, ticket. Yeah, exactly. You know, just uh, he chose poorly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This Even is, Temple of Doom. This is the cup of the King of Kings. You know. Um, the, oh yeah. He, uh, or uh, even uh, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. You know, when you don't have to like everything Look, about it, but the, yeah, like the, the I, ending I, sequence when the whole when the pyramid is yeah. is uh, rotating yeah. and all that stuff is happening. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Oh yeah. No, I like I. There, that's why I don't, I don't, I don't like all of the the, the the knocks that people give against that movie because even though the movie is definitely not perfect, it had some really great moments that made me feel like I was watching Indiana Jones. Yeah, 
you know, the whole beginning sequence when they go to Roswell with the whole chase sequence with the with the kids in the car and the and the Russian soldiers pretending to be American soldiers. Right. All that shit fucking sold me. Yeah. You know, it was just the the whole much shit kind of ruined it. But I there was still fun with that because when they were chasing them through the college, that was all good. That was all well done. Yeah, but that was with Indy. Yeah. You know, on the motorcycle. Yeah, just until you got to even Kate Blanchett was awesome, dude. Look, when you know with the all the ants and all that shit. Yeah. It's just the fucking monkeys, man. Yeah. And I, they just spent a little too much time on the alien shit. I didn't care for um John Hurt's character. Yeah. I thought John Hurt's character was a waste of time. Yeah, there there was there was still problems with it. Yeah. But again, name one sequence. From uh from Kingdom Crystal. of the Crystal Skull. Oh, they had the whole aliens getting together at the end. You had you had the whole chase sequence at the beginning with, yeah. with the whole so Roswell we, stuff. But yeah. you, already, you already mentioned all that yeah. stuff. You know, the um, the rocket sled. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, nuke the fridge. Fuck, I forgot about yeah, nuke, nuke the fridge. fridge. Nuke the fridge was fucking amazing. Yeah. I loved that. I mean, people make fun of it, but I loved it. I thought it was great. And and, and here, like with Tomb Raider, I, I named one sequence and you could remember half of it. Exactly. That It's forgetful. Yeah. That's the problem with these I, movies. I mean, I am kind of a fucking forgetful moron. Well, you're but a numbskull, I, but, <laughs> but that still. doesn't mean... Yeah. It, it, this doesn't excite you. Like, when we're talking about... We were just talking about Indiana Jones. You can hear the excitement in our voices. Uh-huh. When we're talking about these movies, there's no excitement. Yeah. There's, it's, there, it's like... There's another Tomb Raider. It's like, <laughs> give us... Give us stuff that gets us excited. Guardians of the Galaxy. Look, I'm really looking forward to Infinity War. Yeah. I'm excited about Three that. Three weeks, baby. You know, I'm, you know, Ready Player One. Yeah, when we get to that one, we'll have more excitement because that movie, that's one of those movies, I think that's going to be one of the most paused movies ever because people are going to keep pausing to look up this, ref- you know, this pop culture reference, this character. This yeah, it's it's definitely interesting, and, and I, I have my take on that one. But yeah, um, this, is, this isn't exciting. You, you don't have to follow a video game just to do a Tomb Raider movie. Yeah. And that's I think that's what they've done is they boxed themselves into this little this this hole, yeah. you know. They they painted themselves in a corner is what I'm trying to say. With these video game movies, like they have to follow the video game. Like and and what I mean is like they have to take a the the video game like Far Cry 5 yeah. whatever the name of the video game is, right? Yeah. And or Laura Croft Tomb Raider whatever the name of the subtitle of the yeah. video game, right? And then make a movie based on that idea. Yeah. You know, like when they did Doom, then yeah. they, they specifically went off script because yeah. of whatever. And yeah, dumb, dumb. That was fucking horrible. But what I'm talking about by going off script is when you take an idea like Doom, you have to show the demons. You have to, there, there are specific things it's that you. supposed to be hell. Yeah, you, you have to do specific things. Yeah. Right? And they didn't do that. Even if they had gone off script, even if, as long as they showed hell and all the demons and stuff like that, yeah. that movie would have fucking rocked. Oh, it would. It would literally. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It would have literally rocked. Because, yeah, that's why I wanted to see the movie. Because it had Carl Urban, right, fresh off of The Lord of the Rings. And you had the fucking The Rock. Not You didn't have Dwayne Johnson. You had The Rock, right? Right. And... They're like, holy shit, Doom, fucking A, and it's rated R. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was, it was a hard PG-13, I think. I, yeah, because, I mean, they had, I bought the unrated because I never saw it in theaters. So I bought, the day it came out, I bought it on DVD, the unrated version. I was so fucking disappointed by it. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's what the problem is, is that when, you, when, when these movie studios get these video games, 
the the writers paint themselves in a corner by saying it has to be done because the studios say it has to be done this way. So they they paint themselves in a corner by doing it that way, and then the and then the studios produce the movie, and then boring. Yeah, or or it completely insults what its source material, like like Super Mario Brothers. Right, Super Mario Brothers is one of the worst adaptations ever. How the fuck do you turn King Koopa into Dennis Hopper with cornrows? I don't know. That makes no fucking sense. So anyway, this Superman movie- three. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. I always remember the fucking robot part where all their teeth start filling up with like wires going around. Shit, it's just a waste of time. Richard Pryor. Huh? That, that just reminded me Dude, of something. Richard Pryor in Superman three is like. Is like Rob Schneider in fucking Judge Dredd. Okay? You don't fucking do it. You you just don't do it. Right. You don't fucking bring comic relief to something that doesn't need comic relief. Yeah. And it's again, when when you have a movie like this and you have actors like Alicia Vikander and, and Walton Goggins and yeah. and the dad that played her the guy that played her dad. Yeah. Um, who are all excellent actors in and of themselves. I'm sorry, you know, you're you're setting yourself up for failure when you paint yourself, and I'm going to just continually repeat this, when you <laughs> paint yourself into a corner and box yourself into this idea that it has to be this way, and then you make nothing memorable and nothing interesting. And it goes right back down to the opening scene of Indiana Jones, right? It was the Lost Ark, where you're following this guy in a hat and jacket, and you're like, who is this guy? Who is this guy, yeah. And then he turns around, and, and no words are spoken Except for the Jovitos part. Yeah. No words are spoken throughout like the first. Only Alfred Molina. First five minutes? Yeah. No, because Harrison Ford says. Throw me the idol. No. I know, I know. I, um, Forrestal. This is where Forrestal cashed in. Yeah. Friend of yours? Competitor. He was good. Very good. You know? Yeah. And and then they go inside. and then But even then, it's, it's sporadic. Stay out of the light. And turn around, you know, but he yeah. didn't say turn around. He, he motioned and he wipes off with the spiders, you know. And that whole entire sequence is creepy as shit. Yeah. And that's that's what they're forgetting is the moment, the the idea that, <laughs> and I'm going to get into this with a, with a movie that I just watched for my Flicks of the Week called Dark Forest. The moment that you commit to doing something and all you're seeing is big budget, splashy action, 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 instead of walking through a tunnel and you have to be afraid of the light or yeah. dark comes out because you mm. did that. Yeah. Hold this, you know. And then you and then and then you go pick up the idol. And then you have the big action sequence, right? But that that's the thing. You have to make it to the idol. Yeah. Right? The first step. Yeah. Make it to the idol. Then then give us something <laughs> instead of bam giving us the idol right from the get go. Yeah, yeah. The, the, with this movie, everything was told in the trailers, except for the whole you know virus at the end inside the mummy case thing. That was it. Uh, other than that, you saw the whole movie in the trailer. You know, even the the sequence where she's on the rusting plane and she's running across the wing, which was well done. It was cool, but spoiler. I mean, the fucking trailer spoiled it, completely ruined it. So. You know, it's once again it's insecure marketing where they want you to come see it, so they show you all the good parts. Yeah, I'm gonna play the Raiders of the Lost Ark trailer just for the fuck of it. We can talk over it. I'm pretty sure the movie's better than the trailer. (laughs) Trailers back then usually weren't that great. But usually, this is this is the theatrical trailer. Um, When I mean, it's there's 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 sand. 
Spielberg still fresh off of uh, Close Encounters. Oh. Fuck you. So they are leveling mountains and lakes to entire regions. Not something to be taken lightly. No one knows its secrets. Jones, do you realize what the Ark is? It's a transmitter. It's a radio for speaking to God. An army which carries the Ark before it is invincible. The Ark. If it is there, Atanis, then it is something that man was not meant to disturb. It is protected by forces beyond imagination. It is desired above all treasures on earth by those who are good, trust me, and those who are evil. I tell you everything. Yes, I know you will. Raiders of the Lost Ark. There you go. If you still want the ark, it has been loaded onto a truck for Cairo. Raiders of the Lost Ark. A film from Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. Just enough, and, and I still got emotionally invested in and excited about the movie. Mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, it, it just doesn't happen as much anymore. <laughs> it's unfortunate. I love these fucking commercials. <laughs> purple, purple mattress makes me almost want to go out and buy one. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, that's. Uh, um, what did you give this movie? Um, I would give it a uh, four and a half. Yeah, I give it a five. Yeah. The reason why I give it a five, a little bit better, is because I was I was entertained. Yeah. Um. It there were. I didn't lose interest watching it. I just there were no shitty parts. It's just an average movie. It doesn't get me excited. No. Yeah. It, it's just. I look. It, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I, I would say that overall wise, it is better than the Angelina Jolie ones, but that's not saying much. You know. Yeah. You know, I, I look from what I understand, this movie is it, it, a lot of things it, it emulates are the 2013 re- redo that they did for the video games. Right. Um, but I don't know. I there's I out of when it comes to video game adaptations, I think what was it? The one I think that was done the best was Silent Hill. I think Silent Hill was almost Resident Evil. Fucking perfect. Like a perfect movie version. I mean, they they did a little too much with the church, the the religious cult, you know, through the second half of the film. But Warcraft was good. But still, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that honored it. That honored its source material. You know, and added elements and shit like that. Yep. So, um, but yeah, yeah, dude, the the war or Warhammer. I almost called it Warhammer. Um, Same difference. Yeah. Well, the Warcraft was uh, was was a more entertaining movie than this. War of Worldcraft. Yeah, you know, I like I liked the Warcraft movie. I didn't love it, but I liked it. it yeah, was, it was worth seeing. It's a, you know, again, it didn't get you too excited, and yeah, you know, it wasn't. But good, it was it, good it wasn't good enough. You know, I mean, it's not as good as 
you know, like shit, dude. Spielberg is the goddamn king, man. <laughs> God, isn't it amazing? But even now, he's still when he finally get, gets away from those dramas, they still can make a, a an exciting movie. Yeah. So and like like I said on another podcast, we'll get into that one. But um, yeah, I. Huh. So anyway, I, I would say if you want to see this, I would I wouldn't give, really give it money. I would just wait till it's on HBO or Showtime or some shit, you know, on your cable provider. Well, if you got nothing else to do, yeah. I mean, I like Alicia Vikander and you know Nick Frost and and Dominic West and shit, but it. Meh. Okay, <laughs> so, um, all right, so the next film that we are going to talk about will be the the sequel to the 2013 film P- Pacific Rim. So we'll be seeing Pacific Rim Uprising, and getting, um, so we, uh, did you write your piece of shit for that yet? Everything's done. Okay, so let's, uh, let's get into our predictions. All right. Surprise, surprise, surprise. The gargantuan alien monster thingies are back, this time with no Jax Teller, and Idris Elba, spoiler alert, is still dead from the ending of the original. So let's bring a new Hollywood hot boy, John Boyega, to take up the mantle. There are Japanese characters to try to an appeal to Asian markets, while simultaneously creating the illusion that this whole thing isn't some big, dumb American ripoff that's poorly attempting to cover its racist tracks. There's also scene after scene of cheap CG robots doing not a damn thing different than we've already seen before. And there's a rebellious yet extremely talented wisecracking kid as well. Will the day be saved and the earth once again freed from the monsters who shouldn't have been been able to come back again? Who who honestly gives a shit? Well, maybe you should since they threw a a lively Tupac song into the trailer to motivate your wallets and asses. My prediction with the looks... Of production hell written all over it and the obvious signs of misguided bad sequel making, there doesn't seem to be anything special or worthwhile with this one. In fact, I think that Pacific Rim Uprising will be a piece of shit that will make the mediocre original look much stronger in comparison. That's like comparing Mortal Kombat Annihilation to the first Mortal Kombat film. They're both bad, but one is so much worse. Yeah. That's much easier to read, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Did we really need a sequel to Pacific Rim? I ask two people that aren't listening. Not really, but I'm glad that we are getting one. Um, this time, it's a second generation of heroes that are here to protect us from the kaiju that are trying to take over the world one more time. Instead of Idris Elba and Charlie Hunnam, we get John Boyega and Scott Eastwood. It also looks like there's a rogue faction of giant killer robots that are out there trying to start a civil war to take down the government and their government-controlled operations so that the average person doesn't have to worry about whether or not their lives are in danger. But that's just from the trailers. Lots of big mecha-style action and fighting, entire cities destroyed, and an end-of-the-world trope that is popular with these types of mass destruction movies only means one thing. Next. Uh, it won't be a piece of shit, but it will be lost in time, two time in about four months. Yeah, so uh, pretty much I, our predictions will probably be, you know, Tomb Raider. <laughs> forgetful, completely forgetful. So, All right, so we'll talk about that one and whatever the fuck else we want to talk about, huh? Yep. All right, so. Absolutely. I bid you adieu. All righty. All right.